What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Coast to Coast Podcast Wildcard Weekend Edition. We had a good slate of games on both Saturday and Sunday. Um, starting off with the Bills defeating the Colts. I mean, it came down to pretty much the last play. We had a controversial fumble call, but I mean, Josh Allen played great. He got it done on the ground and through the air. Um, he was on fire the whole game. What do you have to say about this one, Liam? Yeah, so I think, you know, a good game for this uh, Buffalo team to show that they're not no joke, like, especially against the Indianapolis team who's got a really good, uh, you know, front seven out there. You know, you got Darius Leonard and you got DeForest Buckner, both uh, top of the players, the positions in football. But Stephon Diggs continues to be unguardable. Uh, on nine targets, he's got six receptions, 128 yards and a touchdown. You know, uh, who, they lead, yeah, they're going against the Ravens next week, which will be an interesting one to see against how he goes against Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. But you still got to remember, they still got Cole Beasley. They still got Gabriel Davis. They still got Dawson Knox. They still got John Brown. So this team is still loaded at the receiving position. I think it'll be a test for them to be able to see how to defend Lamar Jackson. But uh, then again, just look on this other side, uh, the Colts. I don't think Phil Rivers played too bad, but his completion percentage wasn't the greatest. He still had a good QBR and a good uh, rating. But uh, Jonathan Taylor, you know, I, I expected a little bit better production from him. You know, 21 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. You know, that was good. But one of the players I did say play well for the uh, Colts, though, Michael, Pitt, Michael Pittman Jr., you know, five receptions, 90 yards, you know, pretty good game for himself. And then Jack Doyle had some good plays out there. But, you know, honestly, Jose mentioned that controversial fumble, Zach Pascal, you know, I believe it was a fumble. I did watch that game. But, uh, you know, interesting thing for this Indianapolis team going into the offseason, we'll have to do a review uh, for them heading into the offseason where we think they'll be going with their team. But, Anything to add, Carson? Yeah, um, I really like their game plan against the Bills. I mean, like, you know, the best thing to do is just, you know, run the clock out, just keep Josh Allen off the field. It's very similar to, like, you know, if you can try and beat the Chiefs, like, that's how you do it. Um, and they really look good. I mean, their tight ends all played really well. It seemed like Mo Alley Cox was always catching passes. You know, Doyle was doing really well as well. Um, and they had a solid game plan. You know, they just, you know, couldn't get it done in the end. But I think uh, – you know, they put up a really strong fight and just the Bills just showing, you know, they're legit, man. I think, uh, you know, obviously uh, the Steelers were frauds, but, you know, it's going to be neck and neck with them and the uh, the Ravens. And then hopefully, you know, they get to the Chiefs and that's going to be an amazing game. But, yeah, shout out to the Colts, man. And, you know, you mentioned their offseason. They really are like a quarterback and just like a, a receiver or two away, I think, from being like, you know, being right there. Uh, with the Chiefs and everyone else at the top of the AFC and being like a real like Super Bowl contender because uh, this team's this team's good man like just all over the place they have ballers everywhere on the lines defense um, and they have a really bright future for sure um, and then as you said for the Bills they just balled out man keep doing what they've been doing all year Davis stood out to me a lot I mean obviously Diggs you know did his thing but Davis you know was making plays all over as well and uh, you know he's going to be scary next year as well. Um, and that core, that receiving core is just dirty, you know, just too many weapons. Yeah. I mean, if I'm the Colts, I'm throwing the house to try to get uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, but For sure. Yeah. But the Bills, I mean, Zach Moss went down. I think he's out for the rest of the postseason. So um, they should look to Allen pretty much as their sole rusher um, with a compliment of uh, Devin Singletary. So, yeah, we'll see how they, how they match up against the Ravens next week. But um, moving on to – the Rams defeating the Seahawks 30 to 20. I mean, Russell Wilson was out there, just didn't look like his, his usual self. I think I think he's pretty much just regressing in his career as he's getting older. Um because he has the pieces. I mean, he has the weapons. I think 
I mean, obviously the O-line is banged up, but I just don't know what it is. You guys have any thoughts on this? Carson? I don't think it's age because, I mean, literally like the beginning of the season, he was balling out. I mean, he was, you know, you know, breaking records, dropping a whole ton of fantasy points. So I don't really know if it's age for him. I just, you know, I don't know if it's been like the play calling, you know, maybe they've been, um, you know, not as, not as aggressive with the play call, or maybe it was like just the game scripts early, but I don't know if it's age for him. I think it's just, you know, maybe they need a coaching switch. I don't know, you know, I don't know if they'll get rid of, rid of Pete Carroll just because he's been there so long. You know, he's such a integral part of that organization. But I think, you know, definitely like an OC change might be good for them. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird to see him. And it was I lost some money because it's like I don't I don't like betting against Russell Wilson in the playoffs and then he did not look like himself at all. Just just weird. But I mean, uh the Rams defense is amazing. They're legit for sure, and they're gonna be a tough out regardless of, you know, how kind of shaky their offense is. Yeah, I mean, going into this next week, they're going against the Packers, and this is kind of the dream matchup I was looking forward to see Jalen Ramsey, you know, one of the most all-around corners in football, go against Devontae Adams, which is going to be an awesome thing to see. But I think the key going into this game for the Rams, uh, it's going to be Cam Akers. Cam Akers really played a really good game this weekend, 28 carries, 131 yards, and touchdown. And, you know, a Packers defense that's been suspect against the run. And this offensive line for the Rams has been playing really well. So if Cam Akers can get his game going, Goff's not going to have to do too much. He's got the game manager out there. I mean, they still, you know, Jair's going to be locking up Robert Woods or Cooper Cup. So it's going to be this run game that's going to tell the story. But, um, yeah, for the Seattle team, like you said, maybe need to go out and get a young mind offensive coordinator, you know, someone from college that's going to bring, you know, some more energy to this team. I know their offensive coordinator, you know, they had that team. It seemed like it switched, switched strips, you know. The offense was really heating up in the beginning, and that defense was, you know, on record pra- – pace to be the worst defense of all time and then just switch all of a sudden like I think since halfway point the Seahawks have like the second most sacks in the NFL and all this stuff and then this Seattle team just flared out you know he thought DK Metcalf was gonna have a Megatron kind of season I mean he did play well but it is what it is but I think this team definitely needs to address you know um need to get a more secure pass rusher you know Carlos Dunlap is gonna be aging you know he had they got a good year out of him Let's see what happens. You know, first-round pick Jordan Brooks got to put some work in. But I'm really excited for this Rams-Packers uh, game. It's going to say a lot about Aaron Rodgers going against uh, the best secondary in the league this year for sure. And, you know, you know they don't have David Bakhtiari anymore. So Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald are going to have a field day going after uh, Aaron Rodgers. So definitely a game that I'm keeping my eye out for next weekend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Definitely. Aaron Donald could literally single-handedly lead this team to the Super Bowl, I feel like. I mean, he's just out there. He's just making plays every single every single down. He's out there making plays, and I mean, this O line for Green Bay is pretty banged up. Um, and you know, Aaron Donald about to be Super Bowl MVP, like a Von Miller type run. That, that's what yeah. they need from him. Yeah, I mean, the, he's literally their key piece right now because, I mean, their offense they're run out here running a quarterback by committee. <laughs> yeah, but. Moving on to the Buccaneers defeating the Washington football team, 31 to 23, a game that was closer than I expected. I mean, a pretty good game from, from their third stringer, Taylor Heineke. Is it Heineke? Yeah. Something like that. I just want to call him Heineke. But (laughs) yeah, no, I mean, it was the tale of the Sims. You had seven for 104 for um, Cam, three for 33 and a touchdown for Steven. I mean, (laughs) just – a great game from from a QB like this. Do you guys think he's he's their their starter moving forward? I don't know. I mean, 
I wouldn't put too much faith in it. I mean, I saw some plays out there. I mean, but then when you look at the stats, you know, you got a QBR of 63.2 and a rating of 78.4. You know, it wasn't the greatest game. But then again, I mean, was he given the right tools? Was he in the right position? He just got thrown in there going against one of the NFLs, you know, one of those elite teams. But, you know, I think they still need to go – they need to see if they can find a way to get a quarterback in this huge draft. You know, maybe trade up for Trey Lance. You know, I know Trey Lance is a scramble ability. He can, you know, go out there and put some moves, you know, like Tyler Henneke can out there. But um, I think this defense is solid, you know. I mean, I, I'm really proud of this Washington team, you know, the way they've come this season. Uh, I think they have a lot of promise in this division. Yeah, man. I mean, what a story. Like, you know, Coach Rivera, you know, going through what he was going through and, you know, just the whole team rallying behind him. Um, and, yeah, I was surprised as well they put up, you know, such a great fight. Um with Heineke, you know, I think they could try, and I, I think he, you know, he played well enough. You know, they can maybe try and go with him next season, um, be just because you know their core and what makes them so great. They're, you know, they're very young. I think they could, you know, have another year see if, you know, he may be the guy or not. But I think they're very similar to the Colts. You know, they're really just you know maybe another receiver or two, and then a good quarterback away from like yeah being legit, like just owning this division for the next, uh, you know, few years. Um, and then as for the Bucks, I mean, you know. They played well. Um, Gronk was, you know, did all he could against Chase Young. He actually, like, you know, held him. Uh-huh. Uh, did a really great job blocking, even as old as he is. Um, and, yeah, the Bucks, uh, you know, the Bucks look legit as well. Who are they playing next week? Uh, the Saints. Saints. Oh, my God. The, the, next, round, the next round is going to be epic. Like, we have some amazing matchups uh, mm-hmm. for next week for show. But, yeah, I mean, the story was – uh, the football team for sure, just, uh, you know, putting up an amazing fight. Yeah. Yeah. And I think going in the next season, Antonio Gibson's going to get a lot of, you know, uh, looking people looking at him. I know I'm on this podcast as well. We've been talking about how much like we think Antonio Gibson's going to have a breakout season next year. And then yep. also looking at the bucks, uh, it's going to be interesting because the saints have owned the bucks this year. They, you know, they've blown them out every time they played them. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, mm-hmm. now Antonio Brown's back in the swing of things. I think Antonio Brown debuted against the Saints uh, their second time playing each other. But now Mike Evans played well this game. Chris Godwin played well this game. Uh, I don't know about the stats of Rojo. Hopefully he's back because that's just going to add more to uh, this offensive uh, power of the so. tip. Of... You don't think Rojo's going to do much? No, I think it was like a – it was like a quad or hamstring injury. Oh, he's not. Oh, he's not coming back. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's he's coming back. At least not this week. Um, yeah. And if he is, he won't be at a hundred percent. I mean, those type of injuries are real tough. Yeah, I mean, it's good to tell a lot about this Tampa Bay team and Bruce Arians. I know Bruce Arians might be on the hot seat if they don't aren't able to you know yeah. get a win against the Saints. So definitely yeah. a game to pay attention to. I'm expecting. I'm expecting Evans to like not be a factor because it seems like every time they play, like Lattimore just shuts them down. But it's like this team's so dangerous because, yeah, A.B. has been coming on strong late in the season. Godwin's been playing really well uh, the last few weeks of the season. Um, so, yeah, let's, like, let's just see if the Saints, you know, because it's hard to cover all three of those guys. I mean, all three of those guys, when they're healthy, they're all elite. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Ravens defeating the Titans in a nail-biter, 20-13. to 13. After starting off the season 6-5, and five, they now defeat the Titans – Lamar gets his first playoff W. I mean, he threw a pick early on in the game, but he came back, remained poised. And, uh, I mean, the defense just shined for them. You know, they held Henry to under or to at 40 yards. And then uh, Marcus Peters with the interception to seal the game. Um, 
yeah, just a really great performance from the Ravens. This team looks locked in and and ready to to make this run at a, at a Super Bowl. Carson, what do you guys say? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, the defense, you know, Lamar and the defense are like the highlights. Uh, I'm so happy for Lamar, just you know, finally, you know, getting that, uh, you know, monkey off his back, you know, finally, uh, you know, getting that playoff dub. Um, and you know, obviously, like you know, he didn't have like the craziest passing numbers or anything, but he just got the job done. He was incredible on the ground. They couldn't stop him at all. I mean, that 50-yard run he had was insane. Um, and just, you know, to see uh, the Ravens shut down the Titans and, you know, because their offense has been so explosive, you know, especially, uh, you know, last few weeks of the season. I mean, to shut down Henry, uh, you know, Brown, you know, hold Brown as well, you know, two elite playmakers, um, it's just incredible. And, uh, yeah, you know, their defense, I mean, it seems like the Ravens always have, uh, you know, such an elite defense is just showing. And I think, uh, you know, that's what's really going to take them to the top. Yeah, and it's also good to see Marquise Brown play a good game. I mean, Austin, the secondary yeah. isn't that great. But, I mean, I know yeah. someone, Carson, was really disappointed in this year in fantasy-wise, you know. But he came out 70 seconds, 100. I might, have to hop back on the band, I might have to hop back on the bandwagon next year, honestly. Yeah, we'll have to see. But, I mean, I mean, a good outing from this Tennessee defense, though. At least they got five sacks, six and a half TFLs. You know, solid performance out there for them. But when it comes down to it, they have a lot of things to address on defense this offseason. And I think if they get that, they can become a really scary team going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think their their main objective uh, going forward is just to stop Diggs. I mean, you can't let Peters get beat over the top. I mean, even if it's not Diggs, they still have Davis. They still have Beasley. So, I mean, it's just to contain that, um, that receiving core is, is really their main objective because – they were able to hold Henry, but, you know, Buffalo, you know, they play a completely different style of football. They don't really have a Derrick Henry. So uh, it's going to be like a, a shootout pretty much. It's just like the Ravens, like, that's a thing. I, I don't really trust them in a shootout because they really don't put up that many points. Yeah. Um. So it's either Lamar just going to be have to run run all over the field and score touchdowns or he just, yeah, he's going to have to get in a shootout and just, you know, throw the ball all over the place which I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I want to see if he can do that or not. Yeah. I mean, just like you said, just try to keep him off the field, you know, burn Mm -hmm. as much clock as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But moving on to the Saints defeating the Bears on Nickelodeon. (laughs) I mean, did you guys really like the the Nickelodeon stream? It was kind of cool. I mean, I saw some clips from it. Like, they had, like, the young Sheldon explaining where all the flags were and everything. I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, hopefully, you know, they can generate some more, you know, fans coming from younger generation. But I think at the same time, it was kind of fun for us to see, you know, growing up now to see, like, the Nickelodeon factor into it with the slime and everything. But the game was not as interesting as that was, I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's pretty disappointing that they had to show the kids the Bears. (laughs) Well, like, out of all the games. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Why, why didn't they do the Browns and the Steelers? I know. Exactly. That game would have been crazy. That would like, have been like so All right, but no, getting yeah. into this game, though, um, Alvin Kamara did play a really solid game, 23 carries, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Also added uh, two catches, 17 yards in the air. But um, then again, it just wasn't the greatest of games anyway. I mean, I know uh, Jimmy Graham, you know, had that late touchdown, you know, probably pretty sentimental for him given that he's been a, you know, Known as like mm-hmm. the best tight end in Saints history, no argue about mm-hmm. it. But David Montgomery got slowed down this game, especially you know the tear he's been on recently, putting up you know Walter Payton kind of uh, numbers for the Bears. But I think this team 
you know, they got to, I don't think Trubisky's the answer as much as, you know, he won the Nickelodeon MVP, whatever the hell that means. Uh, people just quick <laughs> to vote for him. But um, I know I, I saw something that they should maybe try and trade Khalil Mack and go try and trade up to be, get one of the top three quarterbacks in this draft. I think that'd be a great idea because when it comes down to it, Khalil Mack's going to regress one way or another. He's not, you know, Aaron Donald kind of defensive player that he used to be. I mean, I, he's still, you know, bringing impact, but I think that they go a younger direction. Um, they can still, you know, have a pretty solid defense, but uh, improve this offense because if, if they don't do a move like that, Allen Robinson's leaving. So, I think he's gone regardless, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Trubisky, that- definitely not the answer. Yeah, he's not the – yeah, definitely not the answer. But um, yeah, the Saints, the Saints just really didn't look convincing. I mean, I think they re- they have to turn it up a notch on offense if they want to keep up with the Bucks. You know, they yeah. they've got to find a way to put up more points. I mean, you put up twenty one in a pretty you know mediocre fashion on the Bears. It's like that's not gonna fly with the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, your top two receivers, you know, Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, Michael Thomas, you know, had 73 yards, a touchdown catch, but Emmanuel Sanders had two catches for three yards. Like, what value is that bringing? Especially, you know, this Tampa Bay secondary that's been, you know, pretty suspect. As good as Antoine Winfield's been, he has the worst passer rating when targeted uh, in the NFL amongst, uh, you know, eligible players. So this this is going to be a big scoring game uh, for sure, I'm expecting, because – as good as this uh, Saints defense is, it's going to be hard to stop three wide receivers who, uh, in their primes, have been Pro Bowl, All Pro caliber wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, moving on to probably the most entertaining game, seeing the Browns slaughter the Steelers forty-eight to thirty-seven after going up twenty-eight in the first quarter. I mean, what a great season for Brown for the Browns. You know, great for Baker. Good to see them. You know, really get it done and stick to the game plan. Like I said. Run it, just run it down their necks. I mean, we saw Chubb get involved um, in the air as well, and then Hunt had two touchdowns on the ground. Just a, a great game overall from the Browns defensively and uh, offensively, and probably the craziest stat line I've seen uh, for Big Ben, 47 of 68 for 501 yards, four touchdowns, and four picks. Oh, insane. What do you have to say, Liam? Yeah, I mean – Especially without Denzel Ward, you know, their number one corner. He drafted uh, number four overall, in, I believe, 2017-2018. Uh, a good performance from this Cleveland secondary has been terrible, you know. Uh, sh- shout out uh, Sheldrick Redwine, Miami University alum. Got a pick out there uh, this weekend. But T.J. Watt was pretty much neutralized this game, though. I mean, he had one TFL and one pass deflection, which, you know, you don't want to see out of the defensive player of the year. But when it comes down to it, this Cleveland team has a really good offensive line, one of the top three units in the league. Um, as much as they like to hate on Juju, Juju did play a pretty good game. I mean, 19 targets with 13 receptions, 157 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Deontay Johnson also played well, went over 100 yards, and uh, Claypool had two touchdowns. But when it comes down to it, I wouldn't really blame the – I mean, the offense put up 37 points. If you allowed – if the number, one of the top units in the NFL allowed 48 points uh, at home, it's just a terrible sight to see. Um, Pittsburgh, again, I keep repeating myself like a broken record. They do have a lot of things to answer in the offseason. 52 rushing yards is not going to get you anywhere. Uh, I think they need to go out and get a dynamic back. Uh, I was talking to one of my friends earlier. I think they should go to Travis Etienne. I think he can bring that Le'Veon Bell kind of, you know, mentality that he had, you know, try and bring back, you know, the Triple B's energy. I think Ben Ross, 
Ben Roethlisberger is on his way out, though. So um, we'll see if they go. Probably a veteran quarterback, I think, with this unit would be better. But uh, good showing from the Browns, though. And I think Chiefs-Browns, you know, hopefully we see the offensive power, power that we saw between uh, Texas Tech and Oklahoma a few years back. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, this is like shootout territory. Like we could see another Chiefs-Rams type of type of game, you know, like 45 to 42 or something. Um, I'm really excited for this game. I think, you know, the Browns have a lot to prove. And, um, you know, they I think that out of the all the AFC teams, they pretty much are, you know, the biggest challenger to to the Chiefs because they have, you know, they're the most complete. I know that we have the Bills, but uh, I think the Browns are just – they're really going to challenge the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kosh, you um, got that? Yeah. Yeah, like the Browns, I mean, they could get blown out by the Chiefs and it'd still be such a successful season for them. Just the fact that they won a playoff game after, you know, so many years of, you know, despair and sadness from Browns fans. Just awesome to see. Um, That's funny you mentioned ETN. You know, I was watching uh, the game with a couple of my friends and uh, I literally said the same thing. I was like, you know, go get like a guy like ETN or someone like that in college. Desperately, desperately need. Um, a running just literally anyone besides Con- besides Connor or Snell just to get uh, add that part uh, you know add that dimension to their team um, so yeah just and like it's just weird because you're thinking like okay you know it's the Steelers they got Big Ben Tomlin you know they're gonna come out prepared um, and ready to go I mean it's the playoffs I mean they can't just you know suck like they had the last couple weeks and they still did I mean they gave me a lot of Clippers vibes um you know, NFL, NFL version of the Clippers. Yeah. Um, so just glad that they're out of the playoffs. And, yeah, just good for the Browns. Um, like you guys said, the shootout, I'm hoping for that as well. Um, get, you know, get Kareem Hunt in there, uh, you know, catching a ton of passes. And, uh, yeah, Browns look good, brother. Finally, like, crazy to say the Browns are Browns are legit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably take – I don't know what the over is for this next game with the Browns and the uh, Chiefs, but I'd probably take the over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But then again, if Cleveland decides to take the way of just pounding the ball, because that's what happened. That's how the Raiders uh, were able to beat the Chiefs. You know, the one real loss on the Chiefs this year was that they just pounded the ball with Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker. So, I mean, if there's any unit that can do that, it's going to be this Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt backfield. And Kareem Hunt, I'm expecting him to have a big game, you know, not really a revenge game because, you know, the way things ended there, you know, made sense for the parting of that. But hopefully he can show it against his former team. But, yeah. you know, the MVP himself, uh, well, former MVP himself, Patrick Mahomes. We'll see how he plays uh, this game. You know, there's been a lot of critics talking about that. They haven't won a game by 10 points or more since they played the Jets in week eight or nine, I believe. So they're going to need to show out. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes needs to show why he is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. I was thinking about uh, I was thinking about Odell this game. And I'm just thinking, yeah. you know, like, you know, when he comes back, you know, maybe, you know, let him play, get his value up. But I think just trade him. I mean, they've been so good without him. Um, and, you know, just try to get something for him because I think they don't don't really need him. Uh, you know, their young receivers are coming to play. Uh, Landry, you know, is doing what Juice does. Um, and I think just, you know, flip them. I think they've been, like, ever since he went down, they've been playing, you know, really, really good football. So I think just try mm-hmm. to get something for Odell. Like, if you – if there's any hole, you know, maybe go get like a player in the secondary, uh, you know, that can help out because I think that's, you know, probably the weakest part of, uh, of the Browns. Yeah. It's like you and I said, like, should they have really done the Julius Peppers trade? Like who knows? Like, I think he'd bring some good value to this team, but 
they could probably get something good for Odell, especially for teams looking for, uh, you know, some wide receiver help. Yeah, the current money line right now for, for the Chiefs-Browns game is minus 500 for the Chiefs and plus 300 for the Browns. Um, wow. with the point total at 55 and a half. I still that, like yeah. that over. Yeah, I still like <laughs> that over. I mean, that's kind of – I didn't think it was that lopsided, but that's yeah, let's see. It's just, all, it's just all respect for the Chiefs. And Andy Reid is really great, like, when he has, you know, time. Like, uh, yeah. I guess not technically a buy, but – or, yeah, I guess a buy. And he's, yeah. you know, historically really great on a buy, so. Yeah, but uh, yeah. we'll be back next week uh, to analyze the, the next round of the playoffs. This is Jose signing out. This has been the Coast to Coast Podcast. Hey, and uh, big game tonight for college football, though, by the way. Uh, college football national championship, Ohio State uh, versus Alabama should be a good one. But, yeah, without yep. further ado, signing out.